got Joe Biden standing in front of a memorial for an unknown soldier. His military may have killed this man, not sure. But everyone here is paying their proper respects. We've got several flags, after which I... Present! Present! Don't know half of what the flags stand for. Um, they're lowering them right now. Sorry, audio listeners. Put your hand over your heart. This song also plays when I check my Wells Fargo account balance. The man playing the trumpet played it for 18 years in high school. He repeated it this school year every year because he loved the trumpet that much. Melissa Harris almost smiled there. I knew she was a fake. If everyone's thinking, oh, it's way too quiet, this is boring, pay your fucking respects to this unknown man. He signed up for health and benefits and a good and a mediocre salary and he died in the line of duty and uh, we appreciate his uh, service why else do you think we have memorial day to just get drunk and high no we honor those that have fallen even if we don't exactly know who they are at the arlington national cemetery and flags that i'm kind of unfamiliar with Oh, look at this guy going for a handshake. Didn't get it. Ah, oh, poor man. Biden didn't want to touch this gentleman. Oh, airplane. Man, these non-YouTube uh, streams are pretty atrocious, aren't they? How long is this? I only wanted this to be like a bit. Oh, 45 seconds left. Okay, we got it. Pay our respects. Let's pay our respects. Dude, that girl wore red to a fucking like memorial service? Are you out of your fucking mind? Choke yourself with your necklace. What are you doing wearing red? This is black or dark colors. It's a fucking memorial. What are you doing? Trying to get on fucking... <laughs> what was that movie with the lawyer and... Reese Witherspoon. Legally Blonde. She looks like somebody from Legally Blonde. Red? Okay, well that was uh, unbelievably fascinating. 
Cool. So anyway, that's um, that's Joe Biden and Camilla Harris uh, outside of a memorial for an unknown soldier. Hey, guys, how's your week going? I didn't want to open it with you know, it was it was Memorial Week, right? Don't you got to pay homage? Don't you got to respect the country who just uh, sent you a letter that said that you're unqualified for unemployment because apparently you deserved your firing? This is what I know. I got a letter this week that basically said, well, did say, I will not re- receive unemployment benefits. Insurance? Both? Who knows? Um, this country wants me dead, even though I was like on the front lines as a healthcare worker as in the pharmacy for the better part of the last almost five years, let alone the last year and a half. Um, I still fucking can't believe it. I'm so mad. It upset me. It ruined my day today. I got the letter today. Looked at it today. Fucking Deborah was the girl who helped me, but she actually didn't help me. She was like, can you prove that you were fired? And I was just like, um, yeah, I have this. I, I mean, like, kind of. I, mean, I don't have the actual document of the day of, but I have a document for, you know, uh, a reason why they wanted to get rid of me. <laughs> I guess if there's a reason why they wanted to get rid of me, um, then they cannot pay my unemployment, I guess. But what was the issue, Trevor? What did you do? I didn't do anything. I gave somebody a realistic wait time of five hours because nobody works at our pharmacy or had worked at our pharmacy. And they got upset and they reported me because it was short. we were short-staffed. That was the report, basically. Hey, you're short-staffed. I'm reporting you. I'm like, that doesn't make sense because I'm doing all I can. Anyway, that's reason enough to not give me unemployment is because that company wouldn't hire enough people. So that's where we're at in the world. Uh, but guess what? I'm celebrating here with Manhattan. Um, I've drank them on the on the show before the show, and uh, if the cherries look different. If they look a little darker, <gasps> that's because they're the fancy man- manashino cherries. Look at this. They had them at Costco. Look at this. I- I'm gonna put like this bottle. You can buy it on Amazon for twenty five dollars. That's a lot of money for a bottle of cherries, isn't it? How much does a bottle of cherries should cost you? Less than three dollars. I think a lot of people are thinking. Like if you had to pick a max. To pay for manashino chairs like a like a jar, a medium sized jar, you know, just a couple. Less, you're you're definitely paying less than three dollars, most four, if you can find them. I went to Trader Joe's; they don't have them there. They don't have them at Aldi's. I had to, you know, I used to have to go to Kroger to find these things. Now I go to Walmart if I have to go buy manashinos. But we were shopping at Costco, and they had a two pack for thirty dollars. Uh, yeah, still, like, way expensive and out of our price range. But have you ever had, like, a bad day and you just spend a little more money than you wanted to, right? I think we've all been there. You know, you're like, fuck them. You think they're going to keep me poor? Fuck you. I'm going to buy expensive cherries. I'll show them. So I am, like, with my jeans. When I buy jeans, like, once every five years or four years, I buy, like, a really nice pair of jeans at All Saints to make me feel like I'm part of the world. I'm like, this is a classy brand. And they feel really good on my butt. You know, something nice. Yeah, they're like $200, $300. But, but how long do I wear them? Forever. I wear them like into the ground and they still look good. I think that's the, I think that's like the benefit of like expensive shit. I think it just goes the distance and it almost ends up being the same price as like three bad versions that would have broken by now. Rather than just the one that you buy that always looks good. Is that, am I on the wrong side of this? I don't know. 
what, what I do know is I talked to a gentleman this week. This is actually what the whole podcast should be about. And in fact, I, if I get all my fucking shit together, I will do an entire segment on this if I, once I understand more. I talked to him recently. A man by John W. Budgick on uh, Twitter. I talked to, I DM talked to him for about over an hour, uh, which I was enthralled the entire time, second to second. This this gentleman basically bought and he has receipts for days to prove it. I'm surprised he hasn't gone to like a legitimate journalist. Although maybe maybe that could be me. We're all journalists, just we just don't have the story yet, you know. That's how I look at general journalism. Like anyone can dig into a story if they're willing to just call the right people. But this this gentleman bought gold last year during the pandemic at a very specific point. Uh, I'm going to do one. John, if you're listening to this, I, I'm sure you might be. Because um, I told you, I was like, can I talk to you about you in my podcast? Like, I wasn't prepared, though, man. I just wasn't prepared. I have to do more research on it, man. Like, it's just so fucking confusing. Basically, it involves algorithms, Amazon, City, City Flex play with Amazon. He had secured financing. Uh, to basically put everything that he has as a person into buying just gold. He put all of his character, all of his money, all of his hardships into buying gold at a very specific point. And had he gotten it at the right point, like he would have been up like a million dollars, basically. And they actually withheld his shipment. They never sent him the gold, even though he like confirmed it and all this. And it almost like came across to me as one of those like uh those Nigerian prince stories. But I talked to him for, like, again, I talked to him for a good amount of time, and I was like, this guy's very well-versed in dialogue, period. It, smarter than I am. And knew what he was doing the whole time. And and he has receipts. He wears a 24-hour body cam. Like, he keeps uploading all this footage of him basically being fucked over and trying to figure out why nothing's been solved yet. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. You're just like, you feel like you have all the evidence. Or at least you, you've been treated in such a way you're like, how is this not going my way? Anyway, uh, you know, follow, you know, W underscore Bud Gick on Twitter. If you can try to guess tweet that. I, I'll throw it up on, on, the, on the pod there if you guys want to follow him and see what his uh, – See, see all of his uh, receipts, man. I mean, I just wish I could follow the thing. I was trying my best to understand what was going on. And I think I, it's like I have a good grasp of what happened. Like I'm like this guy was like fucked. Like they all like didn't send shipment. Now gold skyrocketed. Still doesn't have gold. And now because his authorization for financing expired, Amazon's like you no longer have the authority to buy this much. We're not sending it to you. So now he's like, I live in my car. What do you mean you're not sending it to me? So, um, John, I wish you the best of luck in. Uh, in getting that that shit done i'm sure you will i'm sure you have a lawyer you looked into law. Well, i talked to you briefly about that i'm sure you have some kind of yeah you know lawyer on your case but uh yeah that just that's fucking what a fucking hardship why, did, why is it so hard to live in this fucking world man they make it pretty goddamn difficult i mean this they got to fix fucking wages, though. I mean, you can't be charging this much for shit and also expect people to live in the world. There's just no fucking way. 
Because on average, shouldn't you be getting paid between like, I think on average, a, a regular person makes between $300 and $600 a week. I think most wages reflect that. And if that's the case, none of us will live until, none of us will ever retire. If you're making $300, $600 a week, none of us will retire, let alone ever have a fucking vacation. God damn this fucking country. You don't see those movies anymore, do you? Where like the United States is the best in the world. Those are like big in like the, the 70s, 80s, 90s, noughts. Those movies with like Harrison Ford, you know, like respect the office of the president. Those movies, those are a joke now. Everyone looks at like that government regulations shit as like, what? Respect the government. I told the truth to the government and they said now I, I can no longer get unemployment even though they never sent me one check to begin with. They were not even there for me week one. God damn it. It wasn't even that. It wasn't going to be a ton of money. It was just grocery money basically, but that's still money that should be in my pocket. I got fired. From no fault of my own, mostly. I was only like 10% to blame, if that. 90% was them not hiring enough fucking people. God damn it, Kroger. Oh, my fucking life. Too much of my hard drive. God, I hope I hope in another month I don't even think about that store. I just drive fucking past it. I'm sure some people are like that when they like work at an employer. They're like, I will never shop here fucking again. I will figure out a way not to give you my money. Also, if you know a company like that, please, please post the comments, all right? I'm if I, there's so many comments though I don't know if I'll be able to get to it so please just like leave a comment um you could be the first one too if you really try hard if you really tell me about a business that you got fired at or quit and you're like I will never shop here again I'm actually interested in those stories I'll highlight them for you I'll talk trash about them too especially if it's an insurance company fuck those people I just made a call to fix our fucking goddamn dishwasher <gasps> It's a GE appliance. It's a GE appliance. It's this like basic bitch dishwasher and it fucking just smells like shit. When you open it, it just smells like fucking absolute garbage. And um, and then sometimes like it will have like a layer of water at the bottom. So it's getting clogged somehow. I mean, what am I supposed to do? Fucking throw Drano in there? I don't know the fucking rules, okay? What I do know is that I have a fucking warranty for the shit. And when I called to claim my warranty, guess how much it cost... $75. It, was it under warranty then? Was it ever under warranty if I still have to pay $75 the service call? Or did I just pay $500 to get booked at a fucking bullshit company that doesn't even give me a call back when I make the goddamn call? I should have their papers in here so I could trash them. I'll trash them next week. Make a little note. I'm going to make a note. Like I like to make notes in the podcast now for shit that I didn't get to early enough. So trash... The house insure, whatever, the first year thing. I know if you were thinking like house insure, I don't own a house. Listen, if you live in Arizona, there's a good chance you never will. And I'm sorry. But the way the world works is it doesn't. And you got to get what's yours when you can. And if you can put 5%, 10% down, 10% down. Uh, sometimes you get a, a property that you never be able to, to, to own for the next 30 years. So... It's not like I can buy this thing to fucking tomorrow, you know? It's like, I we will not own this thing for another couple of decades. You own a house, you're bougie. I'm broke. I just happen to not want to fucking pay rent anymore because I want to own an asset. All right? We were fortunate enough to be in a position to buy a house. We bought a house. Don't hate. 
if you want to hate me, if you want to hate us, hate us because we bought really expensive ash cherries, but they came in a two-pack, so you can't really hate that much, all right? We just wanted a taste of the good life. And the, the cherries do taste different. It's very complex. They're really interesting flavor. Okay. They're the Luxardo, the original Manischino cherry. Ideal for cocktails made in Italy. They even got a gold award in 2012. So, I mean, they might have lost the last nine years, but you know what? They won in 2012, and now we have them here in 2021. Gotta try it out. Don't you want to try out the fancy brands? Like, everyone always talks about, like, Louis V and, and Coach. Then you see the product, and you go, yeah, maybe I don't need to buy it. <laughs> no, they always look good. But I'm always, I, whenever I look at them, I go, yeah, I don't need to buy it. But it's probably better, better than, like, a regular-ass purse. I'm sure that's why girls love them. Because like, I've, you know, you know, you, you touch shit every now and then when you're in a store. You know, I know everyone's like, you shouldn't touch it. I like to touch stuff. You know, especially if it's, like, a, at a Target. Because then I feel like, I'm like, well, it's... <laughs> Not like I'm the first person to touch this fucking thing. Um, anywhere, anywhere. I think people just like touching stuff. But uh, yeah, some of the purses there, un, not very good quality, are they? When you when Sometimes when you touch something, you're like, who does this but better? And then it's like 5x the price, and you're like, you touch it. You're like, oh, hmm, it does feel way better. I'll buy one for $200, $150. What's a purchase coach cost, actually? I'm interested. What's your guys' guess for a coach purse? What do you think it would cost? I think like 150, 200 in my head. Yeah, like 150, 200 is what we're looking at, 130. But isn't like coach like the, what? I mean, I don't know anything about purse. I don't buy them. Um, wouldn't coach be considered like the lowest class of purse though? In a way, because it's the only brand I know about, but I also know it's like the entry level purse brand. Are they like really good? I don't know. <laughs> Leave me a comment about purses. Talk to me. Give me something to talk. I don't, I'm talking into a void. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> you talk about fancy cherries and John W. Budgig getting fucked. Sorry, bro. I really do feel bad for you. I just, I fucking just wish I understood what the goddamn situation was. Hey, uh, side note, what's your guys' um, opinion on the death penalty? Really think about it. Discuss it with your loved one if they're near you. Are they for it? They should be. Some people are, like, animately, like, never. Like, I think uh, one of my buddies is adamantly opposed to the death penalty. Just doesn't believe in it. Thinks there could always be an oversight. And I'm like... No, but there are some people that are, like, on camera and it is, like, definitive or there is definite proof that they've been embezzling. So, like, I don't even – I don't even necessarily want the death penalty, but death penalty for, like, murderers. I want them for, like, lobbyists and people who, like, get in the way of us being able to live, like, a regular day in our life. Because, like, murder is kind of personal, you know? That's, like, a personal issue, all right? Like, lock that guy away. He's probably not going to kill me or you or anybody else unless he's a serial killer. But if he's just, like, this guy who just flipped out because, you know, his girl was, you know, sucking D on the down low and fucking he walks in on her just, like, sucking, like, three dicks. And he's like, whoa, I thought I was the only dick in your life. Then, you know, you, you beat, you know, probably everybody with a bat, but that's, like, not right. You should only have to beat her with a bat. Because hmm? she's... Because you don't have anything against the guys that are getting their dicks. Those are the guys just getting their D sucked. You can't be mad at the dudes, right? 
you got to be mad at the the person you trusted. That's where like the betrayal comes into play. I think I'm right on this one. Pretty sure there's no argument here uh, against me. But yeah, no. Uh, I don't even know where I was at. You know, you're on your third Manhattan after figuring out like your fucking country, your country, your state ain't gonna fucking pay you. After being out there on the front lines every goddamn day during the pandemic, basically. There's no fucking respect. Dangerfield was right. No respect at all. Sorry, I was trying to think of his name in my head. That's why there was that pause there. At least Nick Offerman's got, you know, is talking about COVID, right? <laughs> COVID. Sorry if I said that word and triggered anybody. I, I don't mean to say that word anymore. I just want to forget about it too, guys. Subcommittee Chairwoman DeGette, Ranking Member Griffith, and members of the subcommittee, thank you so much for this opportunity to discuss this issue of vaccine. Did you hear him just say, thank you for this opportunity? Guy's an actor. Guy's lying. You know, can't trust actors. They're liars. Trevor, what did he have to say? Let me know. Okay, fine. Let's figure it out. I haven't even watched this video yet. I just popped it up just, you know, because I knew there was going to be dead time. Vaccines. As an actor, author, and woodworker, I will not be offering medical advice today. I will leave that to the scientists and medical experts on the panel, also known as the smart people. I think he was trying to do a joke there, right? I saw his comedy special. I wouldn't have gone for a joke there. <laughs> I don't know if anyone here saw Nick Offerman's comedy special. I think it was fine. You know, I don't think it was bad, bad. But I definitely was like, you were great. Like, after watching the comedy special, I'm like, he was great in Parks and Rec. Like, he was great in Parks and Rec. Man, I can't believe Biden was able to actually do something for six minutes and not pass out. Good for him. Or was I coach purses? I don't know, man. I'm so scatterbrained this fucking week, guys. Oh, yeah, death penalty. Oh, that's where I want to get at. All right, yeah, no, death penalty. Where? Who should we have it for? What kind of people deserve it? I was arguing that it shouldn't be done for murders because those are people just with personal grudges. Um, however... People that, like, embezzle money um, or people that, like, just basically rob the people of money. Like, corporations, like CEOs, like Jeff Bezos. Like, Jeff Bezos should get the death penalty. I think so. The way he treats his, like, fucking company and his workers. <laughs> Dude, where was that? I got to find that, uh, that announcement that he made where people have been injured so often there. And there are some activities at Amazon that maybe use your arms more or you use your legs more. And then eventually your legs or your arms break, right? Because of overusage. And Bezos' decision was, he's like, now when employees report being sore in some of the jobs there, maybe move them from legs to arms activities. <laughs> so it's like, okay, now my legs no longer hurt. Oh, now my arms hurt. And then like when their arms hurt, send back to legs until they fucking break. It's basically what he was getting at. And I was just like, guilty. Bring out the guillotine. Shine it up. Show it to him. Bring, go outside of his house. Yeah, I don't know, guys. It's just... What am I going to do for work? I got to get a job, you know, at some point. Got to pay the mortgage. I'm good right now. Good for the next month anyway. Nothing to worry about. Except everything. Got to change careers. I cannot believe that lady fucked me. God damn it, Deborah. It was a fucking Deborah. Mm. 
just don't know what to do, man. Going to technology? I mean, what jobs are left? They said, like, jobs rebounded. Do you ever read, like, see some of these articles and you go, bullshit, that's not the reality I live in? I've seen a help wanted sign in every fucking window of every store. Other than Costco. Every other business is, like, now hiring. Uh, It looks like everyone figured out that everyone's getting paid the same and now people have choices. And they don't want to choose you, Fortune 500 company. Puzzled why no one's applying. I just don't understand why are you applying toward $12 an hour job? Because people need to pay rent and they, that $12 an hour, you're going to fucking cut it for a lot of people? But that covers their rent. Yeah, but what what are they also going to buy? Fucking ramen noodles on the for dinner? Who's going to have fucking kids anymore is my goddamn question. It ain't going to be me. Sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. Ain't going to be me. You got a puppy. That's expensive enough. And we're fortunate to have Special Agent Tail Cooper. Did my first set this week at um at Woodshed. Shout out to Jared for keeping the mic late. Shout out for Alice for getting me over there and just being like, get over here. And I was just like, oh, no. I'm scared I'm in a bomb. <laughs> no. I love bomb. I, I revel in it. But um, what I don't revel in is a poor performance. I mean, I'm fine with people not liking my material. I'm not fine with getting out the material wrong. And as long as I have a, like a kind of a good idea of what I'm trying to do, I'm pretty happy with my performance every time. And... Uh, I guess I could maybe even spice in some of it. I mean, I recorded it. I guess I could like put in the whole set in its entire. If you listen to its entirety, it's it's a bomb. Clearly a bomb. Like I was just like, Ugh. there's some stuff there I can take where I got a couple of laughs, but probably like three of the four minutes out of the five minutes, I think was kind of like. Ugh. But you know that's that's what happens in comedy, man. You just you you pick what works and you add that to your to your growing set. And all of my stuff was new. Um, I. I refuse to go back to my old material ever again. I feel like I feel like that died when the world died in March 2020. Actually, the world was dead long before that if you were a working class citizen. The world died for like well-off to do people in 2020. They're like, when do you have me? I can't go out and party and get drunk. I want to go to the bars. I want to not wear a mask. Let me just buy whatever I want. And everyone's just like, that's your fucking problem. Bitch, I got like fucking bills to pay, and an employer that gets, has a five thousand dollar deductible. By the way, if anyone doesn't know what a deductible is, it's an amount of money that no regular person can pay and also live at the same time. Surprise. A five thousand dollar deductible, but I but I only get like fifteen thousand, twenty thousand, twenty five thousand dollars a year for some of these like low wage jobs. Anyway, yeah, it's like that low. Even like forty thousand, like forty thousand is like really good, but not really. You know, it's just like, but it's better than average, way better than average. Forty thousand salary, sad how fucking like, how much lower people are paid and like how much forty thousand still isn't the wage and how it just, people are so fucked. It bothers the shit out of me, man. It's just too fucking expensive. And this is like just trying to live day to day and just buy shit that you need to have in your life. Like expensive ass cherries, you know? 
It was a bad day. We had fucking, you know, you got to go a little bougie. When you feel poor, you buy something that's out of your range sometimes just to feel good. Like, they don't own me, but they totally fucking own me. God damn. God damn, this is system owe me. Am I right, Nick Offerman? Instead, I would like to lead with my ignorance in the... Oh, that's a good line. I'd like to lead with my ignorance. Dude... By the way, this is already better than his comedy special. I just want you guys to know that. Like, whatever this C-SPAN interview is, that's another five minutes long. I'm going to watch that. And give you a hot take later. <laughs> next week. Kidding. If I'm alive next week. God, I cannot believe they're not going to send me my unemployment. These fucking people. Oh, dude, let me talk about my lawyer call today. Right? Oh, shit. We're almost at, we're almost at time. And was, uh, If anyone is here thinking, no, talk more. That's like, you're in the minority, I think. Pretty sure. Based on the comments, which are none, uh, nobody likes this show. So I like to keep it short. But um, I talked with the lawyer for about 42 minutes. So he got $18 worth of value on me. Um, and I did a consultation. And he basically told me that I have no case. doesn't matter. Um, would he referred to it as a um Slave and master relationship is how the courts view these types of issues. That's what he told me. Slave and master. And so basically, unless the slave is being mistreated upon, you know, issues out of his or her own context, then there's no case. Like, he's in my best shot, even though the reason for the complaints were of short staffing. And not necessarily of my personal performance, but of short staffing and just not be able to get stuff done in time. So I was like, that's that's on them. And he's like, well, no, because that's just not how it works. And I go, God damn it, this system is rigged. And he agreed, which, you know, kind of has to and doesn't really matter if he doesn't agree. It just benefits him to say he agrees. He uh, told me, he's like, in the way the courts talk about it, it's a slave and master relationship and – um the slave basically has to have like definitive proof and like just definitive proof. Like it can't be like hearsay witnesses. It has to be like video evidence, audio evidence of like discrimination. And I guess if they fire more men there, I guess I have a discrimination case because it's basically all ran by the ladies over there. Uh, the store manager is Julia. She is a, um, I think she identifies as bitch. <laughs> Fuck, man. She is a terrible store manager, though. I think they had two males, by the way, quit two weeks ago. And then this male quit three weeks ago. Um, four weeks ago. But, um, yeah, anyway, ladies never leave there. So what is that all about? Is there a discrimination case there? Fucking, I cannot believe that's, like, my only case. I was like, discrimination? Fuck that. I, there's no case here. I mean, that's not even how I want to take down a company. Discrimination? I mean, unless there's, like, a lot of money on the line, they'll be like, yeah, they hate dudes. You're going to be $50,000 if, like, they say, like, they were, yeah, okay, like, can we try that? Give me 50 k That's why discriminatory issues exist. It's because people are like, pay me. They don't care that you're, they didn't like them. Everyone knows that deep down that nobody likes them. <laughs> no, but, you know, it's, I, I just do feel like people deep down, for the most part, I, I think, don't think people are inherently... For the most part, I think people just kind of misspeak and it just sounds like racist or homophobia, but I think people are just well-intentioned just don't know how to, like, articulate their sentences. Because I actually don't think they have a thing against dudes. 
Well, maybe I do, actually. You know what? The lawyer did kind of convince me that they have a thing against dudes. So you know what? I do think they have a thing against dudes. And that's why I'm going to sue them for $2 million because that's what I believe. I believe in justice. I believe in, in getting what's yours and getting what you need to have happen. And I also believe these matters to represent the rest of the citizens who are not epidemiologists and doctors but feet on the ground, hands in the dirt, people across our country. Dude, he was like so good in Parks and Rec, though. Played a great boss. I think he was in this other show. It was called like, it was in Hackers. Devs? It was called Devs, a very indie show. I think it's like either on Hulu or Amazon Prime. Um, it's like six episodes long. The girl in it is great. Whoever plays the girl is an amazing actress. Uh, actor? <laughs> Sorry, I, I remember watching, like, this late-night show, and they bring on everybody as an actor, and I was like, was there, like, a gender thing with when you bring, like, people to stage now? They can't call them actors or actresses. They have to all be actors. All right. Okay. Don't know what this is solving, but okay. <laughs> Somebody called me an actor or an actress. I'd be like, hey, don't you call me a fake person. How dare you? <sighs> no unemployment. I was going to get a free 240 a week, and then they said, hey, because you sent over a document that said that you were written up for being rude, even though I was telling somebody the truth, can't give you the money. So if there's anything you guys learned here on this podcast this week is don't buy gold from Amazon and subscribe to John W. Budgig and follow his fight with Amazon. Of the evening, give it my hands for yourself. You guys made it through the night. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, this special young man. Oh, my God, I'm excited for his new show. Uh, he actually has a show next Thursday at Stand Up Live. Tickets are 10 bucks. Uh, you got to go see him. It's a fucking hilarious. It's actually in a comedy club, and, you know, it's going to be fucking dope as fuck. Please hit him up. It's next Thursday, 8 p.m. at Stand Up Live. Please get up for Mr. Trevor Skies. Sharon Nez, everyone, your wonderful host. And uh, the show is This Week Sucks Tonight. It's Anwar Noon, Michael James Turner, and I'll be lighting some comics, and there should be fun will be had next Thursday. I don't think there's a cover. I think it's like two drink minimum. Also, can I address your last comic who uh, gave me the best open ever? That's Avery Jingery there, making the N-word look so cool and hip. <laughs> Calling Obama the cool N-word? Oh, that was so cool when that N-word bailed out the banks in 08. Oh, I can still feel it now. He was so cool with the drone strikes and closing Guantanamo. Oh, wait! He didn't do any of that shit! Neither did the last guy, so it's like we're stuck in this infinite loop of tragedy. I think that's why I lost my sense of comedy in the last, like, two years. I was like, where's all the help? But it took forever for all the help. I'm pretty sure a million people died from not getting a check before anything else. Okay, right, there's gonna be jokes in this set, okay? All right, let's get the crowd going. Palestine! 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 There it is, thank you, God. America is pro-Israel, I knew it. I knew it was a pro-Israel crowd when I see one. I propose a zero state solution. I say we nuke them both and figure out our own problems. Who's with me? Fine. Hey, if anyone has Nancy Pelosi's sex tape, can you please hit me up after the show? I'd like to see that alone by myself. All right, I'm gonna pass on that one. Uh, where, are we, where are we on Kristen Cinema? How do we feel about her in here? 
Bill? She's a, she's a senator here. <laughs> fucking who cares, right? She doesn't have that much power, fuck it. She could have raised minimum wage though, but you know, fucking people are like, I don't know, I'm for politics. Yeah, I barely do either now. It's fucking tragic. By the way, where, why do mass shootings always happen to innocent people? Can we move these somewhere where like, you get some bad guys? Okay, fine. Those are always tough to hit. I um, have had an interesting last couple of weeks. I got fired from a Fortune 500 company called Kroger. Give it up for me. Woo! I liked it. I was with the union. I got you know some money out, so I'm I'm good. I was a pharmacy technician. It's overworked. Had an attitude problem. I got fired. I deserved it. I think consulted with a lawyer. I was just like, is can they do this? He's like, yeah, it's right to work. And I was like, but I had a union. He's like, I don't care. It's like a. It's like a slave type master situation. I was like, damn. <laughs> Lawyers really are just brutally honest with you from the get go. They'll just make in the best analogies. Like, oh, I get it. Okay, fine. I got no power. I understand. Do you guys know who the CEO of Kroger is? It's Roddy McMullen. He came in my asshole. That's why I want to sue. <laughs> I said he could, but then like, I didn't say he could just like jam it in there. I was fucking, it's an asshole. Jeff Bezos, did you guys hear about Jeff Bezos' boat, the $500 million? No, he has a $500 million yacht. He's making million, like millionaires like feel broke. It's a yacht inside of a yacht. I say we drone strike it, but that's just me. I don't know. I think he'd be okay with it if he found out his like, ex-wife was on it. He's like, yeah, drone strike it. Um, uh, can we start beating up optimists? Just openly, can we start smacking them around? Like when they say, I think the future is gonna be better. People who say that always have healthcare. Have you noticed that? 